Look, Olympus Has Fallen was also garbage. But it was better than White House Down. Um, Wait, which was the one that had Denzel in it? Neither. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain. And I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I make this look good. You are now listening to the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is another edition of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. I'm your host. Mike Lucas, and joining me, as always, Johnny Lucas, say always. always. Say always. Did you say always? I said always. Okay, Brent Fruget. Am I saying always, too? I mean, you can. Always. And Shelly McNeil. I'm just going to say hi. Okay, I mean, that's changing it up a little bit. I like it. Uh, <laughs> Matt McNeil. Uh, in lieu of Aaron being here, I'll say hello. Hello. And Mike Lucas, say hi. What, what, what were you going to... Well, okay, no, were you, were you going to say hi for me? I was, I was actually going to say, don't forget, in lieu of Aaron not being here, you got to be pretentious and snobby. Oh. Oh, McNeil's fired. that anyway, so we're good. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. There, we go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we got a great show for you guys. We're going to get into uh, movies coming to theaters this week as well as onto DVD. As always, you listen to the show, you know what's going down. Uh, and then we're actually going to get right into a review of the movie, The Witch! That's how you should have said it, right? That is something they would have said back in the witch times. Actually, the title said The Vavitch. It did say The Vavitch. Yeah. It, like, you know. It will you bees. say The Vavitch again? Vavitch. <laughs> Why is that? Yeah, like. I don't know what it sounds like. Vavitch. Uh, All right. Um, mm-hmm. So, McNeil, you have movies coming to DVD. DVD Dizzles? Yeah. Okay. D- read. DVD Dizzles. Will you um, read them for me? We've got 45 Years, Eddie the Eagle, Hello, My Name is Doris, London Has Fallen, and The Young Messiah. So unless you're super into London Has Fallen or Eddie the Eagle, I haven't even heard of the other three movies. What were they again? I, I Actually, I'm, I'm looking forward to Eddie the Eagle just because it looked like an inspiring little story. Uh, the other three were 45 Years, Hello, My Name is Doris, and The Young Messiah. What was Eddie the Eagle about again? I don't know. I just know that a uh, huge jacked man was in it. Yeah, huge jacked man was he in it. He does not play the eagle. Oh. No, he plays the trainer or whatever, I think. Uh, he, it's about like a... Oh, is that the, a skiing guy? Yeah, the Olympic skier yeah. from Canada or something like that. I don't think it was the U.S. I it was from England. Could have been. UK or whatever. Sure, huge Jackman's in it, so that makes sense. He's British, right? He's Australian. He's Australian. He's Australian. So basically British. He's Australian. <laughs> He's Australian. They put the queen on their money. They're British. Do they? Wait, do both do that? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Australia has a queen. Well, no, they <laughs> yeah, put the UK queen. Yeah, they put no the, the queen of Why? England is on their money because, because they were colonized. By well, I, no, I understand that, but they're two separate countries now, right? I think they're part of the Commonwealth, aren't they? I don't know. I just know that England put all their criminals on an island and then they named it Australia. Okay. I'm, I, I know that part. Um, I'm trying to get past the point of, is Australia considered the UK? No, no. it's not part of the UK. Well, then what the heck is the Commonwealth? It's the wealth of commoners. I, I, I get, don't know, okay. Mike. Okay, I'm just, you know, I'm trying to get on the same page all as I know. I'm all like, I know is that the Queen is on their money. That's all I know. I'm serious. Right. Look but up you on YouTube that? this thing by CGP Grey, and he explains everything, and it's confusing, and I'm not... Gonna be able to repeat. Uh, it. And I'm he not gonna do that. He explains it, but it's all confusing. <laughs> no, it's like he, he explains it, but it's, it's still so very confusing. Oh, okay, you have convinced me to not look that up. Right. So about the witch. Not well, yet. we got to do uh, yeah. theaters. Yes, movies coming to theaters this week. Uh, you're looking for Finding Dory. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brent is excited about. Finding I'm excited Dory. too. Uh, I love Ellen. And I don't know another name. Oh, Caitlin Olson. But who is Albert Brooks and Ed O'Neill? Should oh, I know those names? Dear Lord. Should I? Oh. I probably should. Uh, anyway. You're young. You're, it's okay. <laughs> you're, you're young. It's okay. Uh, Central Intelligence. Uh, okay. Well, Albert <laughs> Brooks, like he's in a lot of stuff. It would be hard to explain everything. But Ed O'Neill, married with children. He's Monday. Oh. Oh. Okay. I didn't know that was his name. If I saw the face, I'd be like, oh, yeah, it's. 
That guy. Bundy. Our folks <laughs> has been in so much Comma stuff Ted. that I, I could sit here and just tell you all day about the things he's been in. Yeah, but we all know we're going to see it because it's Ellen. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> just making sure we're on the same page. Just like everybody's going to go see Central Intelligence because it's The Rock. Everybody no, it's... loves The Rock. I'm going to go Kevin see it. Hart. And everybody loves The Rock. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hate this. That this one. Like, that sounds like a good sitcom. Everybody loves The Rock. Oh, don't give them ideas. Yeah, <laughs> please no. It's we like, all know I, Hollywood's I listening. It. It's like, it's like a different version of Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, it's like the remake because they're gonna bring that back because they run out of ideas. Right. Oh, true. True. They just recycle everything every twenty years. Yeah. See. Uh, Swiss Army Man. Doesn't that's got Daniel Radcliffe? It's so weird. Harry Potter. Uh, the trailer was weird. This movie tickles me to death. <laughs> it's called Tickled. Uh, <laughs> it's a documentary. Uh, really? Probably probably limited release. Uh, the Last King um, looks like a foreign film. Yeah, it's, I mean it, <laughs> Anders Dahlberg, and then this dude has like a a, a little circle above you, the A. Can you name what country possibly by looking at it? Uh, I'm gonna say like one of the. Like the UK? No, oh, like God. Nordic state, like Netherlands <sighs> or Russia. I don't think the Netherlands is the Nordic state. <laughs> Bullcrap. Estonia? Is that better? <laughs> uh, and Clown. This one's from 2014. I, it must be a limited release making its way back into theaters. What is going on over the there? Johnny and Mike show over there. You guys debating I, uh, geography. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to buy you a map. I literally am. I won't read it. <laughs> All right. Because you have to read maps. I mean, I guess you kind of have There are to. letters on it. Though. There are yeah. letters. Yeah, and I don't know how to read, and I don't know how to say things properly most of the time anyway. That's true. Uh, anything in... Uh, uh, <laughs> exciting, Exhibit A. Yeah. <laughs> exciting in movie news that you guys know of? Uh, Warcraft didn't suck. That's about all I have. Warcraft didn't suck. It wasn't great. It wasn't great, but it didn't suck. Kay. I never played I, it, and I still liked it. I heard the graphics in it were actually... Decently good. The mocap for the most part was amazing. There were a few parts, um, mainly towards the beginning, where it looked a little weird, but overall the mocap was fantastic. You just had to get your eyes adjusted, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, it it, it definitely got better as the movie went on, but like right. It's more in of the, like a style thing than anything. In the in the beginning, it was like this. This doesn't look quite right, but you you lose that uncanny valley pretty quick. You still didn't make me want to see it. Uh, I will be honest. It's it's worth a watch. Okay. It's fun. It's, it's the fun. first mm-hmm. video game movie that isn't a complete piece of bull poo. Duty. <laughs> Duty. Uh, I enjoyed Resident Evil. That was a fun movie. Well, the well, first I like the Resident the Evil. Well, yeah, the first one. I'm not talking about the crap that followed. Sorry, I didn't know if you could hear me there. I wasn't close enough. Yeah, thank you. Um... <laughs> Right, so any other movie news? Nope. I actually watched the new Adam Sandler movie that went straight to Netflix. And? The do-over. Uh, yeah. And it was all right. I mean, I would never call it gem quality because it's an Adam Sandler movie, but it was better than the, what was it, the Furious 6? or Ridiculous the, 6? Yeah, whatever it is, that thing. I actually watched the do-over too, and it wasn't... A great movie. I think The Ridiculous Six was better. Really? Whoa. Yeah, they didn't... They have David Spade in this movie, and they didn't use David Spade the way you're supposed to use David Spade. I Which is to not that. use David Spade. No, David Spade is actually a funny guy if you <laughs> yeah. use him right in the sidekick role, right? But he was the serious guy in this movie, and he's just... That's not David Spade. No. I think to give them credit, though, this was their attempt to go back to the old Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore style of comedy, and... I think Adam Sandler is too old for that. I was say, do you think oh, it's yes, twenty years too far, late? By far, yeah. Okay. But okay. Some of the some of the some of the humor I did not see coming, and it was actually quite funny. All right. So I'll have to add that to the list of movies that I will probably never watch. No, like I'll intend to watch, but probably never will. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I totally want to, just don't have time. So I'll exactly be perfectly I honest. I don't even intend to watch it. Wow! Look at you being mean. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's get into the review of The Vavitch. Please don't say that every time. You know, <laughs> the family in The Vavitch was uh, from England also. Wow. Yeah. A lot of, Wait, lot of, the lot of UK England? references tied, ties. 
Uh, okay, but Matt, do you see this right here? It says Vavich, right there, and right there. No, that there. that's a W. That's not a W. Those are two Vs. It's stylized as the Vavich. I don't know if it's some sort Thank of you. lettering they found in a museum, and they're like, "Hey, that's a good idea," or not. <laughs> All right, still a W. <laughs> um, it's supposed to be. It's a, a w. double V. The Witch from 2015, uh, hour 30 minutes long, rated R, uh, horror and mystery. Uh, a family in 1630s New England is torn apart by the forces of witchcraft, black magic, and possession. Written and directed by Robert Eggers, uh, stars a bunch of no names Anna Taylor Joy, Ralph Innocen, Kate Dickey, Harvey Scrimshaw, and. That's about it, really. Yeah, it's not a very big cast. Yeah. No, most of the people aren't known, but like the mom and dad both were right. in Game of Thrones. Yeah, the, the, uh, and they, they, they they didn't even have huge roles in Game of Thrones no, either. No, they were. I I can't remember stuntman number two. Yeah, no, not like that. I can't remember and, who the dad was, but I, the mom I believe was she was like, uh, the Baratheon's wife. Uh, the one Baratheon who okay Stannis Stannis I wife I she might be oh, I, I know the dad the... was in Harry Potter and The Office was he no yeah. way yeah he was Finchy in The Office and Amicus Crow what maybe did you Potter? just say over there I don't know his name something like that look at you making up words see I, I thought the mom was oh uh, no she, yeah, go. she was the uh, lady that ran how was it high, high perch or something yeah oh, Lisa yeah, Aaron that's right you're yeah. right you're right my mistake with the, with the moon window oh the other kings and things no she was <laughs> the one with the had a real weird relationship with her son yeah <laughs> yeah that was weird alright but we're doing the witch not game of thrones so well, can we just do Game of Thrones? No. Oh, ten out of ten. Man. Okay. <laughs> uh, see? <laughs> um, got 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, as well as 91% certified fresh from critics on Rotten Tomatoes. However, only 55% from audience. I, I could definitely see this being a very critic Critic-y. Critic-y movie. Yeah. Critic-y. Critic-y. And I can definitely see why... The audience did not like it. The audience, yeah, I can absolutely see why they didn't like it. Because there's only one jump scare. There yeah, really aren't any. Like gore oh, there's one. It got like me big time. <laughs> well, the, the which hand. one? The hand. The hand. No, the hand. I don't well, know. Like, Johnny watch a different movie. No. The hook hanging. <laughs> <laughs> what was the What was Mike, the jump scare that got you, Mike? Uh, do you want to get into this right now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm curious. Okay. Yeah. Uh, when Black Philip stabbed the father, oh, and I was right. like, oh! Oh, I by the way, spoilers. Once, yeah. Well, they already know. Wow. Yeah, well, I wouldn't. I didn't really. Stab them. I didn't think what? that was a jump scare though. For yeah. me, really. I don't know. It oh, dude, it got me because well, it was, it was so... surprising. I don't know if it's like your average jump scare, but it right. definitely caught you off guard. It, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it was such like a slow movie leading up to that point. I was just like, nothing's ever gonna happen, and then he was just boom right in the tummy. All right. Well, let's <laughs> let's rewind. Uh, what were everybody's initial thoughts on it? Thank you, Matt. Yeah. I just uh, wanted to know what what that moment was that you were talking about. Have you seen it before? Yeah, well, I saw it twice in theaters. Twice in theaters. I had seen it once in theaters, and by seen it, I mean I watched part of it through my hoodie. Because she's afraid <laughs> of horror movies. Yep, I watched the full right. thing yesterday, though. And you three have not, or you three, <laughs> counting yourself, yes, us three have not seen it. Okay, okay. <laughs> Michael talks in the third person yep. sometimes. <laughs> Michael really enjoyed this movie. Um, <laughs> Michael thought. Uh, it was kind of slow, but it was interesting to get a horror movie that wasn't a lot of jump scares. So that's what Michael thought about it. John, well, the John agrees. The John agrees. Okay. <laughs> it was it was just nice to have a a movie that was more of a more of a thriller that didn't rely on jump scares and constant, you know, the stereotypical kind of stuff you see nowadays. It was very fresh, very something you don't see anymore. Right. Right. Brent, what about you? Well, it seems like I'm in the minority here. Like. I understood there was not going to be jump sta- scares. Ooh, jump stairs, apparently. <laughs> jump scares, because they warned me before the movie, which I don't need jump scares for it to be a good horror movie. I just didn't like the movie. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, what about you two? What did you think of this time around? I still really like this movie. I don't watch horror movies mostly because of jump scares and gore and things that just make me feel ill and scared. Um... 
but I liked this movie. It was well done without needing, like, overly scary. Like, it had a good story, too, just the whole family falling apart. It wasn't just super... Um, a lot of horror movies have those really thin characters who just die. You know, you have, like, the jock or the promiscuous people and the good guys and all that stuff. And Well, this was the same thing just back in the 1700s. <laughs> it it kind of did 1600s. have, like, yeah, 1600s. thinly developed characters a little bit. We're get, we'll get into that part, though. Um, did you have more to the thought, though? Nope. Okay. Yeah, I'm right there with Schley. I I love this movie. Um, it is probably my second favorite movie to come out this year so far behind Deadpool. I was gonna say Mad Max. No, <laughs> Mad Max came out last year, Johnny. Well, so did this movie. Okay, and are you? I'm I'm assuming you're counting Star Wars was last year. Yes, but the the movie, while it yes, it technically came out last year. It premiered at Sundance, but it didn't have a theatrical release until this year. So I'm counting it as this year's movie. This guy, um, this guy. But you know, this movie was originally supposed to be like super weird, but they made him change it. Huh? Yeah. Uh, but Sundance? the I think what? So. No. 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 Anyway, <laughs> um, this is definitely this movie takes the the horror genre back to like the classic era of, of horror movies where it's all about like the slow burn uh developing characters watching things happen and and these people's like state of mind just deteriorate and it's not all just like gory bloody jump scares monsters ah and i really appreciate that about this movie okay so a couple of us brought up characters let's hop into that because i the problem is like there's only five six characters throughout the film right yeah it centers around one family and right. since it only centers around this family it gives all of those characters time to develop personalities we get to learn things about them and then we all watch it all fall apart so we feel something when it's happening i i think it has two developed characters it has the daughter tom tomasin Thomason? Thomason. Thomason. I said that weird. Thomason. <laughs> uh, and then the, the father, William. Only two developed characters. Caleb is developed and so is the mom. Yep. I will agree with that. I, I'd really? say they had four. The twins were underdeveloped, but I mean, they were they were Little, good little kids pl- anyway. Yeah, they were, they were Which, good plot yeah, pushers. It's, it's difficult to develop somebody who's only like five or six years old. So right. I get it with the twins, but yeah. everybody else I think was pretty well developed. I don't... I don't know. I... I felt like the mom wasn't around enough and she was just like a one-dimensional character used to scream and cry a lot. And Caleb was the pervy 10-year-old kid looking at his sister's chest all the time. And then he, yeah. I think a big part of the character development is seeing how they try and be themselves also while being a Puritan family. I think that's a lot of their development is just trying to see their personalities through their keep your faith in God. Don't do all these terrible things. You're all sinners. So how can we still individualize? And and that's what I would say definitely. Like you, you kind of lumped Caleb as a, as you know, just a pervy little 10 year old. Well, he is. Well, I'm, I don't know. I'm not going to say he isn't, <laughs> but at the same time, it also says, you know, he's basically becoming a teenager. He's at that point where he's becoming a man, but at the same time, he's also, they show him being the good son, practicing his morals right. that his father teaches him, and trying to, you know, be there for the family and help his father whenever possible. I don't know. It, it seemed like they used Caleb more as uh, a way to progress the story forward, personally. I will disagree with you. Okay, well, that's I would fine. disagree as well, but I'm, I'm interested as to why you think that. Because without Caleb going off into the forest... There's no point to this story, you know what I mean? Like, well, the witch was coming after them first. When? When, when she steals Sam? When That's she the steals first, Sam? Well, the first child, yes. Yeah, but it's him going off into the forest that really gets things going in this film. Well, I mean, but he had a reason to do it. It wasn't like I'm gonna go off into the woods to move the plot forward. <laughs> yep. No, he had an. That's a weird mission. action for a character to do. That <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go over here to move the platform now. <laughs> I get you. I get what you're saying. Um, I don't. It's still. It's still. It felt thin to me, and that's that's just what I'm saying. Um, well, you're entitled to yeah, your opinion, yeah. even if you're wrong. <laughs> uh, Johnny, did I beat you to it. Yeah, it took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> awesome. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, so let's let's talk about the the story in general. Was it unique? 
Yes. I think so, yes. You never really hear about witches, not in this sense. Like, even, like, the Blair Witch Project, I mean, you don't really... I've never seen it, but I, what I've heard <laughs> is that you don't actually really see the witch at all. You don't know, like, really what they're doing. It's just, like, the found footage that's scary. Am right. I... Is that right? Yeah. So, so, yeah. Yeah, normally when you see witches nowadays, they're usually more practical and magical. <laughs> I knew it. I, I knew that would happen. I was, I, on, the, on the way uh, here, I was like, Shlee, how long until somebody makes a practical magic joke? How, how long was that? Uh, that was, I don't know, we had like eight minutes at the beginning, so about 20 minutes in, I'd say, <laughs> roughly. Uh, but no, it's definitely, like, if you think back uh, in movie history, witches are always, you know, the cackling, broomstick riding, green face, long well, nose with a wart on it. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. She, she I know what you mean. Nose. I just wanted to be difficult. Well, the thing, okay, for, I guess, what people typically think of a witch, okay, yeah, I guess this is different, but... If you think of movies that are in this time frame with witches, like talking about like the Salem witch trials and all that, it's not all that different than all those movies. I would I would agree with that. And this is before the Salem witch trials yes. took place. Like this was based like fifty or so years before the Salem witch trials started. So this is still when it was really just folklore, superstition, Satan-y stuff. Not yet, not quite yet, burning people at the stake. Okay. Um, I really liked this storyline because right at the beginning you're kind of introduced to William and they're kind of are they they're accusing him of which? being like super religious. Yeah, he's he's, he's saying he's a lot more religious than they are. He's saying they're false Christians. Yeah, oh, so I, I took that different. I thought they were saying like he's not like he's practicing witchcraft. No, 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 no. They're getting kicked out of the town because he's going against the church because he thinks that he's more religious than they are. And he says, okay. my conscience is telling me that you guys aren't doing this right. So they're like, okay. fine, just leave. Okay. That makes sense. I thought they were, like, kicking him out because he was, like, a witch, and they were, like, calling him out on it. Which oh, I think no. now. I, th- I, I think that would have been a way better way to do this. Because then right from the very beginning, you're like, okay, they kind of think he's a witch, or he's had dances with the devil. But instead, uh, from the beginning, you think... Thomason's a witch. They do that instead. Yeah. I I, I gotta say, I, I don't think that, you know, them claiming he was a witch at the beginning would have been any better. I like the fact that they said, you're too religious, and then it shows how the family can get torn apart through uh, corruption and, and accusations. and. Right. I, th- I, th- I, th- I think that would have, well, that was what I was interested in about it, is because, like, there was a part where it was kind of like, who done it? Like, Who's the witch? The the twins uh, made a, a oath with Black Philip or whatever, but then it's like no, Tom- Thomason's a a witch. <laughs> Thomason. Thomason. I don't, I don't know if I ever thought any of them were a witch because the whole scene where the baby disappeared and then they go into a little flash of some woman doing mortar and pestling the yeah, baby. Like right, right, right. Like no, no, no. Like, I mean, I mean, not not necessarily. Well, like a who's witch, involved with it? I, right. I honestly never thought any of them really? were in cahoots with the witch. Really? Yeah. I thought the kids were bad from the get-go, even the first time watching it. I thought they were just little punk kids. Yeah. No, they were just little bratty. As soon as I saw Black Phillip, I was like, oh, mm, yep, those kids made a deal with the devil. And I thought the little kids were creepy as hell. Yes. Like holding hands. Well, and... little little kids are creepy, especially when they're twins. <laughs> right. That has twin Aaron's bias. not here to, to defend that. <laughs> um, hey, I'm sure that Aaron and Shane were creepy kids. <laughs> they were. <laughs> yep. Johnny knows. Johnny knows better than I do. I was sandwiched right between twin cousins. I had two twin cousins older than me, two twin cousins below me. So they were weird. They were weird. There you go. <laughs> uh, Did you say sandwich wrapped? What? I said sandwiched, but oh. yes, I could have been sandwiched. All right, who's hungry? Anyway, um, one thing that I really, really loved about this movie was its dedication to authenticity. Um, yes. Like the the way that they talk, uh, the they built that entire farm from the ground up for the purposes of making this movie. Uh, it, it was all done with natural lighting, like all of that. I just I absolutely love it. Yes, yes. Um, however, with the natural lighting, it came off. It didn't look as much like a film as I think it could have. It, it looked more like a play. Does that make sense? I, I thought the lighting worked for it. Really, personally. I was gonna say that was one of my major um, thumbs up on this with no, the lighting, it, and it, and it had very good parts where like there was light coming through and it was shining through and you could see like the outline of somebody's head and like 
the side facing the camera wasn't lit, but it still worked because you could see the outline. I'm just saying it 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 had the feel of a play, or a, no. Well, not. isn't that what a movie is? I mean, that they're called screenplays. No, I understand that, but there are films that look not like a f- play. He's he's well, talking about like it looks like it's just on stage, like right, um, like the uh, rear window when we watched that. That looked like it was on a stage. Yeah, you could obviously tell that was on stage. I uh, I I get where you're coming from, but I disagree. Okay, I don't um, see a problem with it. Yeah, I think it just it it adds to the atmosphere of the movie um, because they wanted you, you in this setting they yeah. wanted you to really be involved in the, it to really feel what they're feeling the lighting makes you feel like you're in that room with them and you're on the farm with them and not, you have not that you're shadows. watching a film yeah no yeah and you can do it but you can do it with different lighting too you know what i mean like yeah and, i mean i guess that's that's personal preference yeah I suppose. It, it, that's all it is at this point what were you gonna say spit it out i nothing actually oh okay <laughs> johnny just opens his mouth <laughs> and leans uh, into the mic I, <laughs> I was just yawning really bad. This okay. Time. Yeah. Um, where were we? Uh, we were talking about story. Well, yeah, and then I started talking about lighting, but we can get back on story. Let's if you back want to the story. The one of the things that I did like about this movie is, like, they didn't just go off and try to make up some story. Like, they actually you found writings and stuff like that and used all that stuff and like that. And I that that was cool. Like real journals and court here, records. Yeah. yeah, and they went to a lot of museums too to get like ideas for the houses and the clothing yep. and the style. And that that just goes back to what I was saying about their their uh, dedication to make it feel authentic. Which thumbs up to you, Robert Eggers. Well, that's kind of what you have to do when you have a small budget. Like you have to do a lot of research because you can't make crap up. You yeah, know what I mean that's true. But I I feel like even if he had a bigger budget, I think this is still the movie that he would have made. He was like passionate about this movie. Really? From what I was reading. Passion project. He's actually uh, rumored to be doing a Nosferatu remake, which Which could be awesome. And it could be terrible. Anything's possible. Life is chaos. It's true. (laughs) (laughs) Anything's possible. Life is chaos. All right. Um, Anything more you guys want to say about the story? I mean, I just, did you guys like it? I did. Yes, I think that the way the story progressed, like the it's it's very rare, especially in the the horror genre, that the good guys don't win. Okay. And it's it's actually I don't know if you can say that there are any are any good guys in this movie. No, I wouldn't say that. Well, there that's are. what I was gonna say. Did the good guys Caleb. really not win? I mean, well, yeah, I guess Caleb was the good guy. He did. He did. <laughs> Rip. <laughs> Um, Caleb. Okay. I th- I think the the pacing was too slow though. I disagree. I I uh feel that this movie if they would have sped it up, it wouldn't have had as much impact as it did cuz when I the first time and actually the second time I saw it, I left the theater and I couldn't stop thinking about this movie for days um because it 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 just kind of sticks with you. Um at least for me, anyway. I don't know if anybody else felt that way. Well, it's set in the 1600s. It can't really be that fast-paced. They live on a farm. There's a witch who's not, like, 100% out to get them. She's just doing witchy stuff. So it's not like a, I don't know. It's not She's like a villainous horror of movie. Newt and uh, <laughs> raven claws and stuff like that. And babies. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll agree with Michael here. It was it was a little boring at times, just very right. slow. But I, I think for the story, it worked. I think the way they played it off, it did work, and it gave a very satisfying ending with that slow boil. But yes, there was two ways you could make this, and I think they did it correctly in the slow way. I just found myself a little bored at points. Yeah, so that's exactly what I'm saying. And, and like saying, well, going with that, like I understand, like you know, making a movie move slow slow for like the suspense and all that and I like movies like that but I don't think that I was really ever all that interested in this movie yeah. for me from beginning to end I was bored with I this movie I don't think there was anything to get me invested into it so you know what I mean? is there anything like specific that 
kept you bored or like prevented you from being interested? Lack was of it just, superheroes. <laughs> was it? I was gonna no, say, no, is it just like, the concept? You know, not even that. It just like I don't know. The movie in general to me was boring. Some of it could have been maybe it because it took place in the 1600 and had to do with witches, and I've never had an interest with that. But like, I just feel like from beginning to end, like it just never caught my attention for anything. The only thing that really made me go, huh, was at the end when she's like begging the goat to say something and then all of a sudden you hear a voice. That's really the only part I was like, oh, hey, something just happened. I got to say the point, uh, the thing I think that I found the most boring about it was the long dragging shots. I, they they do that a lot in the movie, I noticed, where they focus on a scene and, you know, say a character's walking away or something and it just keeps showing that shot well after it should have and it works for the movie but I didn't like it personally see that made it more terrifying for me personally just like oh something's happening nothing's happening I'm still scared yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I agree with Schley because like it, it lingers and then you don't know because you, and I'm sure this is why a lot of people uh, on Rotten Tomatoes didn't like it because it has all these lingering shots and then you're expecting something like scary to happen and nothing Air happens quotes. and it just it, it keeps you in that tension the whole way through and I think the cinematography in this movie is brilliant for doing that I, I get what you're saying and like there's other movies that have tried that but I don't it just never caught my attention for anything I was never scared in this movie I was never like oh you know something's gonna happen I was just like alright eventually the witch is gonna come I know that eventually right. this is gonna happen and just waiting for it to happen and so the movie could be over. Do you, do you think that's maybe like because of all the terrible horror movies that we've had, do you think that you're just conditioned to no, think that now? No, and it's not like, cause like I said, there's other slow moving movies that I have seen. Like uh, Rear Window was like, I already knew the story to that, so obviously I wasn't ex expecting anything from that, but a lot of other Hitchcock movies do stuff like that and I actually like those movies. This just, it just never caught my attention. Yeah, see, I think it would have benefited from more of an antagonist because there, there's really no bad person throughout the middle one They're fourth. They're their own antagonist. I, I, I liked the fact that there was a well, lack right, of antagonist. But towards the like, I, I wish, I don't know. They make it seem like the witch is going to be a big deal at the beginning, and then she's not throughout. She is, but you don't see her at work, right? I think that that's what they were trying to do. And like I said, it, obviously it worked for some people and it didn't work for you. But like, I just keep going back to it. Like to me, it was just boring. Right. Like, and I think if they had more action with well, the, the whole the point of the movie wasn't been... to be an action-y type no, movie no, no. like that. And I get it because I'm not saying like she's running through sliding on hoods, popping <laughs> caps in people. <laughs> Let's make that movie. <laughs> Can we? The Witch 2. The Witch The Vavitch. Yeah. Vavitch 2. The Reckoning. Yeah, see? You know, I'm just saying, like, with if they had just some simple cutscenes with her, like, throwing some tumbleweed or Eye of Newt, uh, I'm, I'm running out of potions. Well, they, now you're they, getting, they like, stereotypical. Oh, well, I'm sorry. A movie about a witch not being stereotypical. Mike, they had several scenes like that of the witch doing witchy things. when Mortar and pestling a baby. Yeah. Okay, they had one at the beginning. No, they got her uh, when she's in the shed with the kids and she's doing that thing to the goat. And being a bunny. And that seducing, was seducing that was, the 10-year-old. Don't that forget was, about that. that yep. Okay, guys, that was the fourth at the beginning. They had the one with when she was a young lady seducing the kid. Uh, at the vi like two seconds of it in the middle, and then it was the last fourth of the movie where they had the witch again. But the the movie's not necessarily about. It's called the witch. How the witch and the fear of a witch slash Satan affects this family. Yeah, it, th this movie's not necessarily about the witch. The witch. <laughs> the, the witch. Oh, know, then it needs like a better title. It's There's about how the witch affects and tears this family. Apart. Yeah, it's, the it's, movie it's should a, be called uh, they, "How they, the Witch Works." They went with. They <laughs> Nobody went would with, see that. <laughs> they went it's with the study. Jaws approach, where less was more. Like yeah. supposed to be more like not showing the big yeah. bad, the thing that's gonna kill you. Right. And like, I don't know. Like it worked. That, I guess it really it does is. work. I mean that's that's the thing that you know it's it's amazing about movies is when they don't show the monster and they create that sense of suspense without showing you anything and and they they do enough 
of a good job. Like they they show the witch enough to where you know it's there, you know it's a thing, but it it's more about the effects of that witchcraft and what it's doing to the family. Like what that that whole right. that whole scene with Caleb um when he eventually like the scene where he dies and he's like writhing and all that stuff was like super creepy and it's super good and like Especially that's what the, the movie's kids. about. I'll be honest, I do think that if they showed the witch more, it would have taken a lot away from the movie. Really? Yeah, and like like I I'll, coming from me that's weird because I've already said I'm not a fan of the movie, but I think that's one of the aspects that they actually maybe did do right with this movie is not showing the witch that much because if they showed it too much, I think it comes off as really cheesy to be honest. No, and I'm not saying like it's it's she's everything, but like I wish I would have seen what like she had Caleb and like just five minutes after that scene as as she seduces him. Well, that's where the fear comes from. You don't know what the freak she did to him, you know, and that that's that's what makes. The well, then why did they give that... me that at the beginning? What? Why did they give me that at the beginning? With... Because if if Caleb would have just shown up naked in the rain and you're like, how did he get there? But you know that the witch did something to him. And one yes. of the one of my favorite things about this movie is throughout until the apple part really until Caleb spits out the apple you don't know if the switch is just a crazy old woman if she has powers if the devil really is at play so it's right. kind of they can't show too much because they want to keep that is this real it's just just a crazy lady and that it all ties together yes it's satanic I don't know I'm still a proponent of more would have been more in this in this instance I agree to disagree on yeah, that I guess. That you're again, wrong yeah. but yeah you're allowed to <laughs> Thanks, dude. So. I you know it's it's fine, but it just I think it would have made it not so slow. It might have hurt the movie overall, but it would have been more pleasurable. So you you just want a generic summer blockbuster with no, giant I robots don't. and Michael Bay? I want a no. giant robot witch. <laughs> I want a what she said. Robo witch. <laughs> I only want that the if witch it three. stomps on Michael Bay. <laughs> All right. No, I I don't. Okay, fine. <laughs> do you guys I'm like so that she went to join the coven instead of going back to the plantation because i did yeah i thought that was a super good way to end the movie oh hey you have more witches at the end i wish we would have got more of that because you don't know if it's well, one witch or not yeah and i mean they it could be one two or three witches and then oh there's a bunch of witches because i mean they showed the old lady witch and then when caleb that's his name right yeah gets Kissed attacked. It's a younger <laughs> witch. I don't know if that's the well, same. It witch. is. No, it's it, the same witch. Is it? Yeah. Because yeah. the hand does the jump scare thing, and it's all old and gnarled like it was before. And I'm pretty sure the baby is what helped her look young. Yeah. But that's just a fan theory. I don't know if that's really. I, I think that's what it is. Yeah. That's right. what I took. Because she's like rubbing the blood. Maybe. All over I, maybe her. I missed the part where her hand came out. Because it was like I don't it was know, lost interest. Yeah. I, I actually rewinded it several times for that because I I thought I only saw like three fingers on the hand and so I kept rewinding it to try and catch it. <laughs> like it's a claw. I, I did. I, I thought it looked like it looked it's like it was like you know, one big middle finger and then oh, two small goodness. fingers on the side. Oh my goodness. Um, Matt brought up cinematography earlier, correct? Yes, I did because I loved it. Let's talk about that, please. Matt, you liked it. I did. Why? Uh, <laughs> well, kind of what I was saying before, the the way that it lingers on certain shots, I think, is brilliant because you it, it makes the casual movie moviegoer who's expecting a generic horror movie to go, is something going to come at me? Is something not going to come at me? And it, it, it does a lot of that, so it, it keeps building that tension until it finally reaches a fever pitch. But it the thing about this movie is like that that tone never settles down, and I love it. I'm not going to say that the shots that they take within this movie are... I'm not going to say that they're not beautiful, because they are absolutely gorgeous. The camera work was just terrific when it came to where it was shooting and what it was shooting. But the lingering, I, I, it didn't serve a purpose. And thank God the audio was there to really ramp up that, oh, that that's suspense. An, another great thing about this movie. Let's talk about audio. audio in a minute. Cause yeah. I don't really have much to say about cinematography that Matt didn't say. But about the audio, I thought I would hate how loud it was, but honestly, like I think it did help the tension. I think it's just something that needed to be in this movie. It's just the loud, buzzing, right, yeah. operatic vocal 
It was so loud, and then the dialogue was so quiet. That's yes. what I. That's hate exactly when what I was gonna say. I, I think that was intentional. I, though. But it's and so it was hard. awful. I hate when movies do that. I, it just... That's why I didn't catch the beginning because I was like, "All right, this, this I'm gonna put this out in like 26," and then it was too, so, too soft. I didn't hear it, and I was like, "Whatever, I'm not going back." I, I'm not going back now. <laughs> I, I made it 30 minutes in, then I went back and started it over with subtitles. Right. That's and uh, like. Uh, four ways, four ways, four fourths of the movie through. I wish I had subtitles on. Four fourths. Four fourths. Oh. So the whole way through. Yes, <laughs> that's exactly. It. I was like, damn, Mark I wish I would have watched that with subtitles. Uh, bring, bringing it back to to cinematography though, there were so many cool shots. Uh, like when when Thomason is looking through um like the bed curtain, uh, and all you see is like that little sliver, and you can see the mom's face, and she's all crying and praying and um, stuff. Really quick, back to the lingering shots. No, just just really, 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 really quick. That's more of an editing thing than it is uh, cinematography. Because an editor chooses when that's, to cut the shot. That's fair. You know what I mean? So I get it. The, so the, I, I also enjoyed the editing in this yes, movie. How about that? The editing was fantastic. Um, cinematography was good. It was... They, they used... Um, I read up on this a little bit. Uh, they used specific shot styles, uh, aspect ratios to give the trees huge bulking impressions while they're walking through the forest and the people to look a little bit smaller, uh, which was good. However, I hated the way it was shot because it looked most of the time like it was on uh, shot on a DSLR. Like if you notice, uh, DSLRs, for you guys who don't know, have really small depth of field. So to get something into focus, you have to be within like four inches sometimes. Like everybody well, knows that. Everybody knows that. Like when you're breathing, you'll like sometimes go in and out of focus. And if you if you notice some of the scenes, like people have to walk into focus, and it's just I guess I didn't odd. I didn't notice. If you rewatch it again, I can guarantee you'll notice. Like we didn't go to camera school. Wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> Some of us aren't behind a camera for a living. Mike. Right, right. Oh, yeah. I, I know I've only had eyes for 29 years, but I didn't notice either. God, you guys suck. <laughs> but um, so it, 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 I thought it was shot on DSLR, so I looked it up, and it's not. And I don't know, like, if they were trying to serve a purpose, like, that was their style. It just it bugged me because, like, a good. Out of, out of curiosity, of who was the cinematographer on this? The it's uh it's the same dude that uh, Robert Eggers works with usually. Um, I can't think of his name though, because it is Jaron Blash. <laughs> uh, um, has he done anything like uh, of note? I don't think so. The Witch. Oh, okay. oh I'm sorry. The Vavitch. Vavitch. All right. No. No, that's he's, fair. I just I wasn't. Uh, I didn't know if he had worked with like a, a well-known cinematographer or not, but um, no, I like the work that this guy does behind the camera. I think it's good. Yeah, I mean, and the the they were composed well. It's just like I they just seemed out of focus sometimes, and that is just like rule number one: just have your shots in focus, bro. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> huh? <laughs> right, no, I disagree. Why would you ever That's want fine. your shots in focus, Mike? <laughs> right. Uh, so uh, you, you wanted to talk about audio, though. Yes. Why was it so quiet during uh, like dialogue, and then it was just blaring during like the scary parts? I I get why they did it because it was something that was supposed to like build suspense, but I just don't like when they do that. Right, <laughs> and it, I I don't know. That's that's one thing about the movie that I can either I I can take it or leave it. Um, I think that the the audio was so quiet because this is such an intimate movie and they want you to feel like you're right there with them. So if they're talking quietly, you have to, you know, pay attention and, and kind of listen into what they're saying. They've never been around my family then. Right. Loud, loud people. <laughs> well, dude, and even so, like, I've been in plenty of rooms with plenty of people talking and not once have I had to try to listen to what they were turn trying the to say. Turn the volume up on them. Right. And then turn it back down. <laughs> exactly. plates start clanking. Yeah. Can I just say, I didn't think that they talked too quietly. Really? I see I, the music was definitely more forefront, but I did right. not have trouble hearing no, what they I, said. No, I had my TV turned up like uh, 10, 10 volumes. <laughs> 10 volumes. <laughs> Higher than what I usually have it for movies. And I still could not hear. And then like when... Uh, Maybe just the thousand thighs tripped you up. The what? All the thousand the thighs. Act, the way that they talk, the old uh, well speech. I, and I honestly didn't notice that until like a fourth way through the movie. 
I think a lot of it was I think a lot of it was the dad. He was probably the quietest. So and he his accent is really thick. Okay. His I could understand him sometimes, but he was hard to understand. So that's not really the movie's fault, but that scene where he's like cry praying and like asking cry for, praying. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like I understood like three words that he said. <laughs> like I had no idea what he said. He's like, Oh, something about he he said like he's been prideful. That's all I understood. The rest of it was just He's basically begging for mercy. No, for his I, I picked that up from context clues because I'm not dumb, but <laughs> like I just could not understand anything he was saying. I was like, All right, bro. Yeah, there were so many parts in this movie where I was like, Ah, screw it. I don't really care what he said. <laughs> And I think that's why I have a disconnect with this film. <laughs> you might have to go back and it's, rewatch it. It's because I was like, ah, screw it. I don't care throw, what they Throw said. on subtitles and rewatch it. Maybe your opinion will change. Oh, God. And then it's the a foreign film. Subtitles are just like, I don't know what he said, man. Figure it out yourself. <laughs> right. It's just a bunch of question marks at the bottom. <laughs> uh, fun fact. Uh, do you guys know where this is filmed at? Canada. On Pennsylvania. Ottawa, right? Canada. Canada. Good job, the, Brent. The, the it movie was based in New England, but he couldn't find a remote enough. Place, yeah, the the movie set in New Hampshire, and it's supposed to be like New Hampshirey, huh. but it wasn't yeah. New Hampshire then. I Is don't New think. Hampshire New England? Yes, it was part of New England. Duh. The mo- don't duh. <laughs> New England Patriots are based out of Boston, Massachusetts. Massachusetts yes. is also New England. What? Like, okay. New, New England is kind of like it was like a territory. It was multiple. Yeah, it's, it's when they came next from England. You're gonna okay. tell me. It was Michael, the, the original colonies. Do you know how the Midwest contains more than one state? Next, you're going <laughs> to tell me Australia puts Britain's queen on their money. <laughs> and Canada's money smells like <laughs> we've gone syrup. full circle. And beavers. Oh. No, <laughs> actually, Canada's money does smell like maple syrup. Does it? I'm not even kidding. It's scratch like, and sniff. I no. think it is. The, no. the, the next time I get a loony no, in my hand, I'm like, loonies and toonies smell like, like metal. I know. Well, no, it's like a hundred dollars. Hundred dollar bills smell like maple syrup. Oh, oh. I never had that much money when I was in Canada. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> uh, I think we covered most of the film. Are there, are there points we you guys want to touch on? Uh, How about that Black Philip turning into a man? Right, right. That was terrifying. Kind of didn't right. understand that. As the devil, yeah. Like, yeah Black Philip was the devil. Yeah. Okay, I wish they would have played that out a little bit more because I didn't. They understand literally that. said that Goat. several times. Well, the goats the are like the devil. It's like a thing. Okay, did yeah. they say that though? Like I. I remember they mentioned he might be the devil, but did they say like, "Hey, Black Philip is the devil"? Okay, well, you when, find out he is when he when, turns into a man. Yeah, I well, wish I would have seen him do that. When they say that you have you signed the devil's book, and then literally at the end of the movie, Black Philip presents them with a book to sign. I must have missed the well, audio on that. It, uh, <laughs> you could also, if you if you look the the witch, um, the rabbit, and and Black Philip have the same eyes. So oh, they do. That's kind of a, a context yeah. clue there. Maybe this was, uh, like I said, I didn't have a lot of interest in this movie, so maybe this is something I missed. Did the goat just, like, end up on their farm, or was that their goat? It was their goat. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, I remember, like, the twins were, like, messing with them. I'm like, ah, don't mess with them, and then he put them in the thing. I'm like, is that their goat, did or it? did he just wander onto their farm? Isn't yeah. that what he sold the cup for, or did I hear no, that No, 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 he, he sold the cup for traps. Oh. Because their corn was going bad. Right. Sold the cup. The silver cup. Oh, that's Thine right. That's silver right. That's... cup. <laughs> right. Okay. Never mind. Sorry. Space there for a second. Thine silver cup. <laughs> Thine right. silver cup. Go along with thee instead of can I go with you? Sorry. Let me along with you. That's what it is. <laughs> Let me along with you. I love the the way that they talk in that movie. Same love Z's. it. Same I don't Z's. know. I don't know. It, it it seemed forced, but it, it didn't seem forced because um, it was like period specific. I just didn't like it. I think I liked I liked all the talking except for the one scene where the kid is doing where Caleb's doing his last rant right before he. Oh, I thought that was the best scene I, in the movie. That felt like it was way too uh, Christiany. No, just forced. Uh, how'd you think the child acting was? Uh, I liked it. I liked Caleb. Um. I wouldn't call Thomason a child actor. No, she's she's, she's like twenty. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the, the well, I would hope Not she wasn't the a movie. child. They showed her naked. 
She was supposed to be probably <laughs> like 13 or 14 <laughs> they, in the movie. Well, but they she showed the baby naked life. too, Brent. Yeah, but that's, that's different. Don't well, mean. no, no. <laughs> and like they could have shed like a body double at the end because like you don't see her face like as she's walking away. You just see her butt. That's true. You know what I mean? And only a very shadowy butt. Yeah. Anyway, God, that got weird. Anyway, yeah. I think Caleb did a good job. The twins were okay. They um, were annoying. Like they screamed a lot. Be. They did yeah. scream a lot. But they were supposed to. Yes, they were. They were. They did a good job being creepy. They were on creepy twins. It, it made sense. Oh, when they were like mimicking what Caleb said, that was freaky. Remember that? Yeah, that, that was. Part? Yeah, that was that same scene you where remember. he's doing his, you know, with the and <laughs> well, the. And um, then they're all like, I, I liked that entire scene except for, like I said, Caleb's last rant. I just didn't. What didn't you like about it? I, it just, like I said, it just felt too forced. The way he, I think it was more of his hand motions and the way he was acting with it. I just didn't like that scene, that part. I'm gonna, I'm gonna digress a little bit here. Uh, when Caleb was uh, peeking at his sister's boobs, do you think that was just like a way for them to show that she has reached womanhood? Yes. It was supposed to make the whole family Kay. very uncomfortable because okay. that's feeling anything besides absolute faith is a sin. And, and that's why right. they talk about kicking her out of the farm. Right. And I and I, I wasn't sure where they were going with it because they, they did it two or three times. And I was like, this Twice. has got to be a point to this. Yep. And I wasn't sure if it was and like it, it it serves uh showing that she has boobs. It 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 serves the purpose of showing that Thomason has become an adult and it serves the purpose of showing that Caleb is becoming an adult and it serves the purpose of showing their struggle to try and maintain their faith while also like dealing with their isolation and the fact that they're regular people. Exactly. In in impure thoughts are considered a sin at that point and it's just trying to show that they're just normal people, and they have to try and put this face on. Right. All right. Anything else you guys want to say about the film? There was one scene where... Uh, sorry, I got a little excited there. No, you're good. Go there ahead. was one scene when Caleb's being um, seduced by the witch, right? Yeah. I don't know if it was just me or, you know, maybe my computer screen just kind of screwing up or something, but I liked the way the lighting on his face went. Like, his eyes got dark, uh, his brow was really dark and shadowy. I think I noticed that, where his yeah. eyes were almost blacked out. Yeah, it, it gave him a really creepy, almost sinister look, like he was giving in to yeah. those, you know, impulse sins. I just, it was something I noted, and I noticed it on a couple other faces throughout the movie, and I really enjoyed that little tidbit. I like that. I know, I didn't notice what you're talking about. I liked it. Um, All right, let's get into rating it. Yeah. Sure. All right, who wants to go first? Matt, <laughs> I'm going to defer to my wife. I'll let her go first. I forgot to plan ahead for this. I forgot we rate things. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Just, hey, yeah. I'm, thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. You know, I will. I, I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to give it a six and a half, barring a rewatch with subtitles. <laughs> because I, I do think you should rewatch it, put subtitles on. Oh, but do I really want to? I think you might. It's, it's only an hour and a half. half. It's not a long watch. Yeah. You know what else is like an hour and a half? An hour and a half worth of Twenty One Jump Street. Uh, <laughs> That's like I'm do my Tom Hardy impression and go. Ugh. Oh wait, I got this. Oh yes. <laughs> no. no, no, no. Uh, six and a half because I don't. Know, I like the story, but it was way too slow for me. Um, but it is nice to see a horror film that isn't all just jump scares, and that is really creepy. But they still have one awesome, super duper great jump scare that scares the heck out of me. Anyway. Alright. I'm ready. You got a number? I got a number. All right, what that is That number is eight. I don't normally like things that scare me um, at all, but this movie is so good that it makes up for the fact that I'm scared of it because there aren't jump scares, like you said, which is good. And But it's still really tense. It's full of tension, and you have the character development, the family. I really like the setting and the fact that there aren't very many good witch movies for example, use Practical Magic. <laughs> oh, yeah. goodness. Yeah, that movie's terrible. Or Hocus Pocus. Oh, Hocus Pocus oh, hey, is Hocus good, Hocus though. Hocus Pocus is really good. Yeah. If you, if watch Dine Tongue. If you if you were to rewatch Hocus Pocus to tomorrow, I guarantee you, you would think it's like the dumbest movie in the world. Oh, well, I, yeah. I know. I rewatched it yesterday. Okay. <laughs> Binks. <laughs> Binks. Johnny, what did you, what, what, what's your rating? Um. Ah. Uh, 
I'm, I'm gonna give it something higher than I think I would personally give it, but I know the movie did everything pretty much correct. Like, I, I really do not see where this movie did anything wrong. I just personally didn't like it, so I'm gonna give it an eight. Wow. Ooh, for yeah. something you didn't like an eight. I, well, it's not that I didn't like it. I just, it, I just don't know how it could have been better. Honestly, as in it more of the witch. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. Almost got him. Almost got him. <laughs> Uh, Brent? I actually agree with Johnny on the fact that there was nothing really bad about the movie. It's just, for me, it was so boring, and I was never scared. Like, people talk about they got scared in the movie. I was never really scared. I mean, maybe Brent's it's, a tough guy. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> it is a movie I have to watch again. I don't know. I have 24 hours to watch it because I rented it on Amazon. Woohoo. <laughs> I don't have Amazon. I use my ex-girlfriend's account that's still <laughs> oh. linked to my PS4. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. But uh, I don't know. So I'll give it four and a half of a bitches. Oh, wow. Four, four and a half. Four and a half of a bitch. I didn't think that anybody would drop it below well, see, five. And that's, that's, where I, that's where I think I felt the same way as you, Brent, but... I think it deserves a little bit more than that, just because of the fact that it. What could it have done better? Yeah, I get that, but it's a personal it's bias. It's a horror movie. You're supposed to be scared. I was scared. never scared. I wouldn't call scared. it horror. I think horror is the wrong genre for it. It what gives it, it its own genre. It says horror. I know, yeah. but I, I do. I agree with Johnny. I think that might be a misclassification. This movie. This is definitely more of a, a thriller. I okay, think than a horror. Even thrillers, movie. you're supposed to be thrilled. <laughs> oh God, we have dancing. Yeah. Uh. Matt, wh- yep, we're what, gonna end yeah, on a high. What do you note. give it? Uh, so I'm gonna give this movie a nine point two five. He just didn't want to say nine point five. No, whoa, uh, whoa. I th- this uh, movie whoa. is a beautiful. Um, the script is excellent. The cinematography is excellent. I love the lighting. I love the the actors' dedication um, to keeping it authentic. Uh, I really don't have any qualms about this movie. Uh, it the the pacing I think was fine. I know a, a lot of people, especially Brent, didn't like it, um, but I think this is definitely worth a watch. All right, all right. Uh, so that brings the score to seven point two five from all of us. Uh, that's under what critics gave it on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, but over what the audience gave it uh, seven point eight from. Critics six point two. So we're like on. semi-critics. Yeah. Sh- sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, must watch. I think it is. Yes, it's unique. Worth it. I'll say no. I'd say you know if you got nothing better to do for an hour and a half, throw it on. No, unless you can rent it off your ex-girlfriend's Amazon account. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. All right. Um. So next week we have. The Usual Suspects from 1995, 8.6 out of 10 on IMDb, hour and 46 minutes long. Crime, drama, mystery, rated R. A sole survivor tells the tells of the twisty events leading up to a horrific gun battle on a boat, which begin when five criminals meet at a seemingly random police lineup. Directed by Brian Singer, also known for doing the almost all of the X-Men movies, right? Or is it all of them? He's done like half of them. Okay, uh, X-Men movies. Uh, it's written by Christopher McQuarrie. Stars Stephen Baldwin. He's the least talented of the Baldwin brothers. I wouldn't say that starring him. He's in it, but he's not uh, like... Oh, the God, they guy. do this where it's first build only. The main guy is Kevin Spacey and... Benicio Del Toro? No, I forget what the detective's name is. Kevin Pollock. Chaz Palmitri. Did I say Kevin Spacey? Yeah. Y- you did Spacey's, say Kevin Spacey. Spacey's in there. This is one of my favorite Kevin Spacey movies. Giancarlo yeah. Esposito, Dan Haydaya, Paul Bartle, Carl Bressler, Philip Simon, Jack Shearer, Christine Estabrook. I'm running out of names over here. Well, Brent. I can't. I don't remember who the detective Gabriel was. Byrne. I saw this movie a long, long time ago, so I don't either remember who played the detective. All right. Well, 1995, Usual Suspects. You guys excited? The usual Suspects. 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 You guys excited? Yes. Well, I've seen it before. It's not a bad movie. I mean, all right. I haven't. I it's have, a pretty good movie. I have yet to see it. It's been on my uh, watch list, so I'm excited for that. Um, if you guys, listeners, if you haven't already, follow us on Facebook. Shelly, do you want to do this? Ooh, Twitter. I'm on Twitter all of the time. Tweet at all us. All of the time. At nothing real, spelled R E E L. Or 
you can email us at lethargicmedia at gmail.com. Lethargic is spelled like the word lethargic still. Yes, yes. I'm also on that all the time, but it's very lonely on our Gmail account. Yeah. I think we got another email recently, but... Uh, oh, we got to read it. It was your mom. Yeah, it was my mom again, so... Oh. Well, we still have to read it. Yeah, we will. Uh, anyway. Mommy, clean your room. Yeah, right? <laughs> Why are there naughty words on the on the naughty word board? I hope she's emailing the podcast email to have you do chores. That'd be oh, great. God, that would be fantastic. Please, now she's gonna. Please rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. It yes. helps us get out there. We're also on Google Play. Now, I don't have Google Play, so I don't know how to tell you to search for it. Right. But I've heard it's there. Yeah. Um, and we're also on podbeanpodcast.com, several streaming websites. So there's many ways to consume our content. Uh, basically, just get a hold of us, right? Yeah. You can tweet, Facebook, email for questions. Yep. yep. And if you're cool enough, we might even high-five you. Via the internet. you can't keep. Well, I mean, hey, if they, if they want to meet at a random Taco Bell, dude, I'll high-five. I'd high-five. Maybe, maybe even a fist bump. What? We, we don't endorse meeting strangers. As no. long as the high-five is crisp. Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, who wants to end it? Tell your friends. Oh, Brent got disappointed. Brent, you can too. Shut down. Oh, it's too late. Shut down. Hey, guys. Oh, big golf, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Good day, sir. You're a sir, I said good day. Yeah. See ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. A special thanks to Jordan Binder. Yeah. Linger, man. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.